Incorporating brain-computer interface technology, a funnel and several barberings, I can now urinate, sleep, and play the game simultaneously. I'm not an aggressive person, but I admit it. I like killing things. You guys, the quest to activate this orb is balls. All right, Blade signed up for man night, not bickering old fart night. Sorry I gave you ugly face. I sketched it on a gummy high. <laughs> I just ate $10. Hi, this is Jenny. And this is Kenny. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. Yay, this is episode 18, part 2. We're even more 18. We are. Yeah, soon to be 19. Craziness. I know. And where Pretty are we, soon we where won't are we, be a teenager. Where are we at today? Oh my god, we're in a top we can, secret we can, location. We can reveal the top secret. Oh, we can secret. say it! That's right. No, I know that. <laughs> we're on the set of Game Over. Yes, the Bollywood music video. Craziness, right? It's awesome. I'm looking at an elephant right now. <laughs> it's right there's over there. A, a giant elephant. Hi. Sitting right next to How us. How you doing? I want yeah. some peanuts. Jenny put her whole body inside of it. You made me! Because you were like, stick your head in the spot, I'll take a picture. <laughs> I was like, okay. You did it. Yeah. I did it. You did. Peer pressure. It was funny. Very, very funny. Oh, geez. Look out for those pictures. <laughs> now there's going to be rumors about elephant poop and how much I like it. Um. What's happening on today's show? Let's find out on Knights of the Guild. All right, so why don't we go ahead and tell us what's on today's show. What's on today's show? We're going to talk more about elephants and their butts. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, we have behind the scenes of Season 3, Episode 6, Noobtastic. Noobtastic. That'll actually be coming to you from a different place. Because <laughs> we both were so busy, we forgot to watch it, and we have to record it later. And Yeah, yeah we'll record that later. <laughs> but we, it'll be in here. It'll be great. You'll never know. See, if we didn't say anything, you'd, well, you would, because it's going to be a Skype call. Be yeah, yeah. Call. All of a sudden, but. I'm Skyping in, and everyone's like, what? Where did Jenny go? So that, there you go. Yes. A little behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a fan interview. Yes, with, with our, uh, our buddy Ben. Ben Terrell. 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 He'll say it. <laughs> and it'll be great. Um, ben is not only a wonderful fan of the show, but was one of the few people that have transitioned. Yes. From fan from to... From fan to volunteer. To volunteer, yes. So yeah, and he's actually here he's right actually now. He's right now. On set with us. We'll get him. So we will grab him, yes. He's dressed as a monk. No, I don't know. He's not. He's just in regular clothes. <laughs> um, and then we have Guild Something with Sean Becker. Yes, another installment. Let's. You guys asked him some great questions, so he'll answer them. What kind of crazy things There's some good questions. Do? There's some really good questions in this one. And he didn't answer them, did he? <laughs> no, he will. He will. No. <laughs> He'll say something snarky yeah, and it'll sure be will. hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it'll be typical Sean. And then we're going to have listener feedback. Then we have uh, donations where yes. we thank our donors we who do. are amazing. Yes. Um, and whose donations will be going to Jim Kwan's family, as yep. we mentioned in, in our, our last podcast. podcast. Yep. Um, and business time. Business time. Every time there's business time. Every time there's business time. Oh, I like that. You got to record that. A new theme song. You just recorded it, dude. <laughs> oh, there's I did, yes. <laughs> That's what that is. Whoa. <laughs> Crazy. All right, we're going to start with our behind the scenes of season three's episode six, Noobtastic. From Take Tastic. it away, guys. Take it away <laughs> in the future, Jenny and Jenny. <laughs> what just happened? Behind the scenes of the guild. Well, 
now it's time for our behind the scenes of episode six, season three, Noobtastic. 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 So (laughs) isn't it great? So Uh we're halfway through our season. And literally, uh, literally, yeah, literally this, halfway through this season. is the middle. Yes. This starts off with, uh, of course, poor Mr. Wiggly trying to play this game. And he is just atrocious. Much like the, very, much very like, frustrated with Wig- Wiggly. Yes. Much like the real Brett who said that he can't play either. So he, <laughs> he used that. He's like a method actor. Yep. So. He, Brett only takes roles if he, uh, if it. He only will take roles that he personally can insert himself in. That's right. That's right. Like like that stripper thing. <laughs> remember? I do remember that video, yes. <laughs> Saw a lot more of Brett than I uh, <laughs> to see. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so the very first shot is the kids. Of course, there's only two, which no one seems to care that poor Bellamy is gone. But they're bouncing on the – do you remember? Were you there for that? When they were bouncing yes, on the couch and was. they had the emergency tape around them and they kept trying to make them throw popcorn on each other. and But it's just, it's amazing to see them, you know, evolve as actors, these kids. From yeah, I, season I, I, one if, to two to three. If I remember correctly, the problem was that Blake felt bad throwing yes. stuff at Gabby. Yes. And, 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 he's um, told not to. He's told not to throw told, things. Yeah, so, so he was like... Brett was like, it's okay. For this one time, you are allowed to. And it was, like, really hard for Blake to understand that, yeah. like, yeah. oh, I can do this right now because we're playing. Yeah. Yeah, very, uh, very very funny. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Now, do you know why Bellamy is not there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was a scheduling issue. Okay. Because originally, we were going to shoot the kids on a different day, and all three of them were available. Then when, at last minute, we moved it to a different day, and Bellamy and his family were out of town. Uh, so that is why. That's unfortunate. Because then, obviously, once we had continuity, we couldn't bring her back for other... Or do we only shoot the kids one day? I guess we, I guess only, we only shot, shot one day. Yeah, yeah we, we only shot the kids that one day. We shoot the kids all in one day, all their scenes. Yeah. We keep bringing them back over and over again. Well, no one seems to care, so I guess that's good. You know, and, and now from the, the end of season three, she's creating a new baby, so that will replace Bella. Replacement baby. That's right. Uh, the other thing was I love that um, Mr. Wiggly kept calling Vork Spork. Yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's the best. Every time I hear him say that, I just love it. And work is so frustrated with him. Mm-hmm. Too funny. Uh, and then Tara playing her bass, and I know you said she really plays bass. She does. She plays bass. So that was that, her. That's that was her. The reason why uh, it was written in why that. Why it was written in? Yeah, yeah, that's her. That was her personal bass. It's funny the the character of Dina is pretty much Tara. I mean, you know, wearing hats. That was yes. That was Tara when she came in to you know with her brother uh, mm-hmm. playing playing the bass and uh, doing. Uh, she plays another instrument too. Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. All these little aspects of her character is actually her in real life. Uh, let's see, what else do we have for this episode? We had, oh, that's right, we had um, the kid and the teacher. Yeah. School, which was funny, because at school, what did we shoot there? We shot we shot uh, Codex and Tink playing basketball. Yeah, playing we, basketball. We shot the In-N-Out, oh, the, In-N-Out the fast food the restaurant. The fast food restaurant. And then, um, and then I shot the Vorkmobile uh, DVD extra Easter egg. 
there also in the in the van in the parking lot. Yep. Um, well, sh- um, and we shot comedy a bunch of comedy gumbo stuff there. Oh, really? So that's yeah. just kind of well known. I know the. Oh, yeah. It's like the was it a theater teacher or? Pogo. Pogo yes, that's right. The, yeah, that's right. She teaches there. She does. Yeah, and she does all of the of the the stuff for a gorgeous tiny chicken machine show. She does uh, the fun house, the uh, new fanboy uh, fun house. Yeah, for Nara Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, she's incredible. She has the yeah. most creative mind in the world. But uh, yeah, so anyways, the I know the the teacher. She does improv with the guys with uh, Felicia. Yeah, she's in Hammer Don't Hurt Him. That's right. Brooke. Brooke. James Brooke. That's right. Um, so she she has a small bit, and then we had the kid who was funny. Oh my god, he was hilarious. Yeah, he was so good. Him and Vorkman just played off really well. Uh, that he was, was a he was a smart kid too. He was. He asked a lot of questions. He really wanted to know what was going on. He yeah. Was really bright. Very serious about his. Yes his work, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. So that was a lot of fun shooting that. And I know we were fighting the sun for that one, too, because we'd been there all day long, and we had the van on top of, like, a walkway. Yeah. Because the kid had to stand on a bench to see into the van. It was just so weird. So obviously, you know, Vork, his, he had to find a hot spot, and he found a hot spot right there in the middle of the school in the courtyard, which is very Vork. Um, oh, another thing was with uh, when Codex goes over to uh, Riley's place to find Zabu. Yes, and in the closet. Said, yeah, she said they're playing the game. <laughs> now, the, that game, you see the colors on the face. That's mm-hmm. actually Jared Hoy, who rigged up this really cool... Jared Hoy is our lighting guru guy. Yeah. And he hooked up this really cool device. It had, like, three or four colored bulbs, and it had a device that you can click, and it would turn them on and off at various speeds. Yeah. So he's over there trying to go as quiet as possible, because they're still doing dialogue. And he's clicking this thing back and forth, and all these lights are blinking, and it's making mm-hmm. it look like it's a colorful TV. It was, I, it was the coolest thing. It was really cool. It was cool. It was he really- had a lot of cool toys. Yes, he did. So that, that's how they did that, and that was really cool. And I still love, this is my favorite, even from the auto-tune when uh, Michelle says, Bitch stare. Bitch stare. That's my favorite line from that auto-tune uh, for season three. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great, she delivers it so perfectly. I know. She has such a great stare. And, of course, she... She isn't a bitch, though, in real life. No. That's, Michelle's just... That's, that's, what, that's why she's a good actress. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Same thing with Amy, too. Because Amy is the sweetest thing in the world, the girly girl. Mm-hmm. And then you have her as Tinkerbala, and she's so hardcore and yeah. just horrible. You're like, okay, that's a sign of a good actress when you really believe these people are just horrible. But yeah, that was a, that was a cool scene. I remember we shot that in Andrew's house, Andrew's apartment. Andrew, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one who loaned us the entire apartment building for all the scenes. Yep. That was actually his family's house. Yes, it's that, Riley's house. Yeah, and actually Riley's bedroom is in there, and... Um, Bruiser's bedroom is in there. Yep. It's all in that one. one the yeah. It's all in that one place, which is really cool. And uh, that's where we shot all those don't pictures, too. The big oh, don't those. sign. Those fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else happened there. Um, oh, and then, of course, we have Zabu in the closet. Mm-hmm. Tied up. Tied up. And I know they were going to use rope, and I don't think it played well. So they wanted yeah, to so like a bow, with, the yeah. pink boa. Because obviously a pink boa is not really going to hold anybody, you know. But I think they went more for look, the dramatic, you know, you can actually physically see it. Because you couldn't see the little ropes if they... Because I think that's what they were initially going to do. He was going to be tied there. But then they just did the boa around his uh, hands to keep him there. Yeah. Um, Which I think looked great. It was funny. It's just funny it's because... so much funnier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And especially it's just funny because, you know, you prep for it. He gets tied up. You shut the door. 
and then you're waiting for action, and he's poor, this poor guy is stuck. Uh, Sandeep is a trooper because he gets in some of the worst situations in this season. In all three seasons, he seems to be eating eating the worst stuff or being shoved <laughs> in closets or. <laughs> He he just, he just takes one for the team. It's so funny. Anything for comedy, I guess, because he's he's definitely funny. And um, I guess is that it? I'm uh, anything no, else? Oh, they uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie. That's right. Uh, Mike Rose has his big yeah, thing. Yeah, he breaks into their chat. Right. He's hilarious too. Okay. Now we shot all we shot all Valkyrie stuff in one day. Remember that yeah, yeah. That, that whole trip to that building? Yes. Well, that was an exciting day. Yeah. Well, you're actually in it too. Not from that angle, but you're definitely from a different angle. You're sitting, yeah, we were sitting in the on the offices. Yeah. Oh, and actually, where mm-hmm. you were walking through too, didn't you? Yes. So at different angles, I'm actually in both shot both angles. Both angles. Like yeah. My my doppelganger. <laughs> the other it's side twins. The, Come on. Yeah, we're twins. We're twins. twins. You work at the same company. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot of fun. It's it's that was a fun day to shoot with him. Oh, he's yeah. so into it and he's so funny. And he has the best wardrobe ever. Oh god, yeah. He, br- he brought all his own clothes. I can say and that's all his. Yeah, we didn't even we just picked you guys I think you picked like okay, you're going to wear that shirt when he brought in all his stuff. Mhm. Picked what well, shirt? He he had he had had clothes picked out for him by uh the main wardrobe girl. Uh-huh. It's just he had been in such a rush that day that he couldn't remember what was what, so he just threw a bunch of clothes in his car and came over. And, he, of course, he didn't have the ones that we picked out. No, not exactly. <laughs> but he kind of mixed and matched and made it work. Yeah, because I remember you running to me saying, okay, take a picture so we can send this to the wardrobe person because this is his new outfit that we're wearing. Yeah. Because you were like, you were everything that season. Because you were the wardrobe help because you did that too because we couldn't afford someone on set all the time. Yeah. So, so it, well, you, I think... That's the first day I had to use the steamer. Oh, fun. Oh, I do remember that. You running around trying to find a plug for that. And yeah, and it that thing was evil. <laughs> I hated it so much. I remember yes, that. I had to steam one of Mike's shirts to I, get the wrinkles out. I do remember that. That's funny. Oh, that was, oh, that thing was evil. <laughs> that was a long day. Yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> uh, we got through it. Like we, we did. Always do. We did. Yes. So this is this episode is just kind of a a nice episode. It doesn't really advance the story much, other than at the very end when uh, Zabu says Blades is in trouble. You know they're gonna arrest him because he had stuff in his locker. Yeah. Uh, but so it ended on a cliffhanger. It did end on a cliffhanger because now is from gonna go to jail. That's right. <laughs> Who knows? Because now we got seven, and from here on out the action picks up. Yep. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So. uh I guess that's going to do it for our behind-the-scenes of Episode 6 of Season 3, Noob-tastic. All right, it's time for a fan interview. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. And now we present to thee a fan interview on Knights of the Guild. Hey, guys, this is Kenny. We have a great fan interview. We have Ben, is it Terrell? Terrell. Terrell. And um, he's well-known within the community. And we wanted to interview him next, so uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. And how did you first hear about the guild? Well, way back in season one, because uh, I'm a, actually a big Warcraft fan, uh, like a lot of others, and I uh, seen an article on WoW.com actually, and it was right at episode two, is uh, okay. where you all, uh, where the guild was, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, hey, well, that looks awesome, yeah. and I kind of turned uh, turned uh, over, and lo and behold, so you've been there since almost the beginning. Yes, very cool. 
Well, that's before me. I only came on like episode five. Yeah, I... and this is where you had to wait months in between yes. for new episodes, which is horrible. Um, cool. So, uh, are you a gamer yourself? Oh yes, very. You play much. WoW. I play Warcraft. I and quite a few other games as well. Cool. But Warcraft is the main one. Are you part of Knights of Good? I am not. Sad to say. No. No. Wow. No, I'm part of a guild called Huzzah. 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 Nice. Yeah, so nice. there's. There's my uh, cheap little <laughs> plug, <laughs> plug for your there. <laughs> Very cool. Now, do you have a favorite character? You know, I can't really say that I have, uh, per se, a favorite because I really like them all. Okay. And I know that's probably a generic answer, but... It's a cop-out. Yeah. Okay, we'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you like them all. you got to be nice to all I, I like them all, but, you know, if it really, really came down to it, it would be a toss-up between uh, Vork or Codex. Okay. That's good. And do you, uh, since you're a gamer, do you see yourself in any of the characters? Or do you see maybe, like, a combo, a bit of each? I kind of see a combo of uh, between Vork and... And uh, between and Zabu, Zabu, yes, yeah. that's a good. Every, a lot of people say that that combination, Vork and Zabu, like that com- Codex and, and Zabu, or yeah, those that combination actually really works yeah. uh, with the way that the characters are, and then with the way the gaming uh, turns out to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, being a gamer, do you think you enjoy the show more as a non or as a like if you were a non gamer? You know, it's hard to say because my wife is a non-gamer mm-hmm. and she really enjoys the show. I'm a gamer and I I think that we're pretty much on the same level, yeah. so I don't really think that really makes a big difference. So you may get some of the terminology more than she would. Has she right. ever said, well, what does that mean? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, because being a non-gamer, but I've been around these people mm-hmm. long enough where I, I know the terminology now. Yeah. But when I first, I was like, I, it's funny, but I'm not quite sure what that means. Yeah. Now, there's definitely the, the terminology uh, that if you're a non-gamer, you may ask the, yeah. what does pwn mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it own? Yeah. <laughs> so what is your favorite season out of the three seasons so far? Well, there's a couple different ways I can answer that. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, I can go with uh, season three. Okay. Because I actually got the chance uh, to be a background extra. That's right. What scene were you in? I was actually at the Zune House uh, for the final two episodes. The final yes. yes. And I have to say that was just an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a long day. It was a two, ver- two very, very long days. Yes. Day, and I, I felt bad for the extras because you guys did sit there all day long. But you know what? We we had fun. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking talking before I started recording about how the extras bond because you're so you're there for these people so long. You all have a common interest because you're either gamers or you're guild fans. Uh, definitely. So and plus most of them are geeks, so they have other yep. veins within that industry. Yep, and it was really nice because I felt that a lot of us did bond, and quite a few of us uh, we still keep in contact, mm-hmm. and uh, we're all on Twitter. Yeah, and we. We still talk and yeah. everything. It's great. Yeah. Okay. So say, say you weren't in three, just from story points. Which would be your favorite? Now, story? story points. You know, I really, really did like uh, the start of season three, uh, just because you actually got to start seeing uh, some rivalry. Mm. You know, but so season three is still your favorite. Season story three is still the fact that you were in it. Yeah, just because uh, it. 
kind of introduced uh, some new characters into mm-hmm. the mix, and kind of something that really wasn't uh, expected, uh, yeah. so to say. But season one also, yeah. just because that's where that's everything first, came. Yeah, that's right. It's the first season. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I'm, if someone asks me that question, I'd have a hard time saying which one I like. Yeah. Because I think each one has, like, first season, which first season, that, that's what got me to love the Exactly. Yeah. Second season was great. You know, just for the whole tearing apart of yeah the the guild, and then the third season was great because they came back together and they fight. Yes, you know, and you see different aspects of them. So wait till you guys see season four. All right. I can't say anything, but uh, yeah, I by know. this point, by this point, the, by the time this interview comes out, I think it'll be three episodes will be out. Yeah, the matter, or maybe the two first, episodes. Yeah. Matter of fact, the first one is getting ready to come out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah next, next next week. Well, yeah, next ne- next week here, but this will here. be uh, three weeks later. Three so. weeks later, yeah, right. Yeah, so by Sorry. that time, it'll be a few. <laughs> I know the whole time thing. You know, I always get confused with the time thing. All right, uh, let's see. What other questions? Favorite episode, and not the ones that you're in. Yeah, unless you really love those episodes for the fact <laughs> of the story. You know, the one that really sticks out is uh, back in season one with Zabu's mom. Okay. At the, at, and that one definitely yeah. has a special place. <laughs> yeah, I think anything with Zabu's mom. Is, oh yes, is awesome. she was a great bad person, a big bad. Yes, for season one. Cool. Um, I think I asked you all our typical fan questions. Cool. All right. Awesome. So uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Time for a cookie break. We'll be right back with more Knights of the Guild after this. It's been called the best sci-fi fandom documentary since Trekkies. Four stars, says Brian Orndorff of DVDTalk.com. Costuming, gaming, comics, collecting, and everything else in between. If you're a fanboy, you've gotta see Peg Wars. The geeks shall inherit the Earth. Well, there's still the stereotype out there that we're a bunch of geeks who live in our parents' basements. 35-year-old living in the mom's basement, yes. Uh, that's the typical stereotype. I'm in my mid-30s, and I still read comics, and I tell people that I read comics, and they look at me sideways. You know, I don't volunteer that I played d because, you know, people do sometimes look at you like, hmm. Today I'm dressed up as a Jedi Knight. Jedi Knights are the uh, guardians of peace and justice, and uh, in a time like this, I think we need uh, more of them. A lot of us are geeks who live in our parents' basements, but, you know, we're harmless. We don't walk around with uh, propellers on top of our hats. It's not really anything to be ashamed about. Yes, I make lightsabers in my basement. I don't care who knows. We do it because we like it, not as much as because somebody else likes it. If they want to have fun, dress up as a Klingon, why not, you know? You may think I'm a geek or a loser, but I'm having fun at it. It's what makes me happy, and, I, you know, I, I could be spending my money on crack. Ordinary, common, average, run-of-the-mill, these are synonyms for, for normal. Who the hell wants to be average? I know that I'm a loser, I know that I'm a geek, but it makes me happy. <laughs> The Geek Shall Inherit the Earth. Now available on DVD at www.pegwarmers.tv. Yeah, go ahead. The situation with Zabu, too. With some guy just showing up on your doorstep because you talked to him and you were nice to him. I think, once. I think everybody fears that. Yes. Yeah. That's what Je- that is Jenny's primary. <laughs> 
I will say it right now. Jen's primary fear is that someone is going to find her on the internet and then come to her door. Am I right? <laughs> I think that's Dave's biggest fear too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe it's my fear because it's Dave's fear and he, and he packs heat. <laughs> But see how she did that? She said that because she's afraid that somebody's going to come. <laughs> you noticed that, didn't you? Everyone knows. <laughs> I just like making fun, but it's true. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly, the podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Buffy, Firefly, gaming, books, costuming, and general geek topics. The sometimes monthly, but always entertaining Anomaly Podcast. Anomalypodcast.com. Hi, this is Tara Casso, and I play Dina on the Guild. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild Podcast the official fan podcast for the web series, The Guild. Here's Guild Something with Shaw Becker. Great introduction. Whatever, listen to it. <laughs> no, this is, you know, Sean you Becker. You know, Ginny and He's Sean gonna, go way back. We go they way back. Bickering. They're more married than Ginny and I. I, I, I you know, that's, it's illegal. Um, but, yes, I have two husbands. <laughs> yeah. And a boyfriend and on the side. And a boyfriend on the side, yep. Nice. He likes it that way. He likes nice. it that way. And now it's time for Guild Something with Sean Becker on Knights of the Guild. Hey everyone, this is Sean Becker and welcome to episode something of Guild Something. I think this is the third time I've done this, but I think Kenny may have split some of them up. Um, Not sure. I don't know. Uh, Terrible intro. Okay, let's get right to it. So I got some more questions from you guys. Just wanted to say thank you. Uh, Kenny just sent me this newest batch, and I got some really good questions. So uh, I'm going to just start from the top of the list I have here. Uh, the first one here is from Kevin, and it says, Since you have admitted that you're a geek, have you ever attended a convention like Comic-Con or Dragon Con just as a fan? Um, yeah, I've never been to Dragon Con. I've been to Comic-Con, I think, I want to say... The first time I went to Comic-Con, I had gone because of the film festival there. I actually had gotten a film in there. Um, But I I went – the reason why I submitted the film was because I wanted to get a free pass to Comic-Con. So fortunately, we ended up getting in, and and it was crazy. And anyone who's gone to Comic-Con knows how overwhelming it is. So uh, that was, I think, 2006. And then I went 2006, 2007, um, and 2008. Eight, I believe, um, as a fan, just to go, and then I've been to WonderCon up in uh, San Francisco, which is put on by the same people who do Comic Con, but it's kind of like a Comic Con light, like it's not as um, intense. I think it's a, a three day deal, and um, that one's really fun. And then I've been to uh, Wizard World, which is um, put on by Wizard Magazine, and it was um, they have conventions all over the country, and they had a Los Angeles one. So I've been to Wizard World, I want to say twice, Comic-Con three times, and um, WonderCon, I believe, three times as well. And, yeah, they were a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's cool to to go for the guild, too, to, like, be a part of the convention, but I've also just been a geek at heart, so um, any reason to go is always good. And what parts of being a director come naturally to you, and what parts do you personally work on the hardest 
in order to master them. Um, I'd say dealing with um, looking at a script and knowing not exactly what I want, but getting a good idea right off the bat. Like if, for example, for the guild, um, when Felicia will send me rough drafts, I'll look at them and immediately start visualizing like how this scene would look and how, um, you know, it's going to play out or how the way, the, the way I see it, I'm always painting like a visual picture as I'm reading the script. And that always comes very naturally to me. Um, and what's the hardest is just, um, I don't know, maybe, uh, as far as like, just like make, like getting coverage, like making sure I always want to make sure that we're covering it the right way. Um, so it's like, as far as approaching a scene in one of the locations that we have, if it's like Vork's office and, and we've got three characters in there, it's like, what's the best way to shoot this? Of course, you know, you want to get coverage on everyone. And if it was up to me, I would get, if there's three people, I'd get uh, a single on Zabu, a single on Avanashi, a single on Vork. Then I'd get uh, a, a three shot of them. Then I'd get a reverse three shot of them. Then I'd get a two shot um, of two of them and then a two shot of the other two and the two shot of the last. Like, I, I mean, I'd love to get as much coverage as possible. That way in editing, like we had those options and we're not stuck with just one um, option in there. So as far as like, I, I think that's, that's the part for me that I just, not that I'm struggling with, but that like, I just always want to make sure I'm doing right. Just making sure that we've got enough coverage. And then of course, like when you're against the, the, the clock, when we're going through our day, or if like the power goes out or if there's a scene that's not really working, it's like making those adjustments and making sure that at the end of the day, we could say like, okay, cool. We got every single thing that we needed, um, for that, that scene and a lot of that has to do with like adjusting throughout the the day so i guess that would be one of the hardest i mean there's a lot i mean every project i work on i end up coming out um learning a ton um whether it's like stuff i've discovered or stuff that i need to work on um and that's going to continue forever as long as i decide to do this um as my career which i hope is a very long time because i do enjoy doing it so um yeah i, I think that's an answer all right, let's see what else we have here. Um, dear sir and madam, I believe that's Kenny and Jenny. It has come to my attention that you have access to the multi-award winning director, Mr. Sean Becker. I don't know how you managed to stag, snag such a sought-after professional, but it speaks volumes about how regarded your excellent podcast is. I did have a question for him that I hope he will be able to answer. I guess I didn't need to read that part. Mr. Becker recently directed the hilarious web series, The Web Adventures of Justin and Alden, which started a host of celebrities. How did he find working with Sandeep Parikh as a writer and Felicia Day as an actor on a production that wasn't the Guild? Did his triple duties on the day of the streamies um, as a director and an actor in the show and a nominee account for rather his rather bizarre, although touching, speech? Or was that because he wasn't allowed to wear his trademark hat? Uh, keep up the great work for the podcast, Cookies and Love, Higlet. Okay, so this is about um, a web series that I did with uh, Sandy Parikh and um, Tony Janning um, called The Web Ventures of Justin and Alden. Basically, it was a web series that Trident Gum was sponsoring about uh, two guys who decide that they want to make a web show and that you know the best way to make a web show is to get Felicia Day involved and so they want to find out where how to get a hold of Felicia Day and it happens to be this is the day of the Streamy Awards. So they think, well, you know, we'll go to the Streamy Awards and we'll um, not confront, I guess it was confront. Uh, 
you know, find Felicia Day and get her to help us with our web series. That way we made the best web series of all time. So um, they had hired um, Sandeep and Tony to write the show, and then I got hired to direct it. And it was a blast working with Tony and Sandeep just because they're very open to collaboration, whereas like they, they were the writers and they were the ones who put the script together, but we were able to meet and discuss and throw ideas around. And that's something that with the Guild, you know, Felicia really writes – the, the guild and then I'll come in and give input and give ideas but it was fun to get together with Sandeep and, and Tony and just brainstorm and try to think like the wildest like craziest uh, series that we could put together um, about these two guys over the course of one day, or it's actually like four hours um, and making a five episode web series uh, revolved around that uh, but no I love working with them um, they're both of course very funny they both write Legend of Neil as, as I'm sure every single person listening to this podcast knows. Um, and then as far as working with Felicia is concerned, yeah, it was, um, I guess it was kind of, there's not really much of a difference because I work with her as an actor, actress on the guild as well as on this, but with the guild, of course it's her show. So I have to work with Felicia day, actor slash producer, um, as, uh, opposed to actor. So as far as like the more, I guess you know, the, the collaborative element isn't, you know, the collaboration between director and actor, um, was what we experienced on set in, instead of on the guild where it's actor, director, producer, that's a lot of, um, positions I'm naming here. So, uh, but no, I mean, it was, it was a fun experience and, um, it was great just getting to work with them. And of course, you know, we had to put the crew together ourselves. So I use a lot of people from the guild who are an you know, amazing crew. And we've been using a lot of people from, um, the Guild crew for Jeff Lewis Comedy Hour and other productions that other people are putting on. We seem to kind of be um, picking and choosing from from our little pool that we've got of just great, talented, very hardworking people. Oh, and then let's see here. Did it account for my... Actually, yeah, it did for, for my, my speech, which I gave that night. If anyone who watched these streamies knows just what a train wreck of a show that was. And I remember, you know, because we, when we shot the, the Web Ventures show it was the week of the streamies including we were shooting on the day of the streamies we were shooting on the red carpet and um i remember at that point being extremely exhausted because we had just been shooting non-stop leading to like an award show that like i barely had time to get ready for at the event to go and then the show happened and at that point i remember um you know, being very nervous beforehand, just like normally, like with any award show or, or, or any kind of event, like, like, you know, it's, you know, uh, an event, you know, a lot of people are watching. And so I remember being very nervous going to the event. Um, but I was also like, just very overwhelmed and very exhausted. And then the show happened and then I was just like, Oh, I'm not nervous anymore. And then once, um, I had won the, uh, the streamy, I had gone up there and like, my mind was just so fried, by that point from the day and from the week and then from just like witnessing the way the show was going that I just like completely said, I don't have anything planned. I'm just going to go out there and just talk. And, and that was what happened. So thanks, Higlet. All right. The next question here is from Tiffany, Amazon 626. How is it different working on the Guild from other projects you have worked on? Have you worked with a lot of improv on set before this? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the main thing with the Guild is that Felicia writes it, um, which is really the first time I've worked on something that I didn't write myself or that I didn't have a part in writing. Um, so, of course, there's that um, difference. Um, and then other than that, I mean, uh, kind of, you know, definitely with the Guild and with 
you know, stuff that I've done with Awkward Pictures, Weave, and stuff that we're doing with Jeffless Comedy Hour, we work very low budget, very... Um, I mean, with, with the Guild, we, we do have, you know, a much bigger crew than I'm, I'm used to, but it's always, you know, it's great, because I'm used to working with literally, like, three people. Um, you know, like, I am holding boom and directing, and we've got uh, a DP and then a sound, and, you know, either a sound mixer or, you know, uh, an extra PA holding a reflector, and, and that's the way I've normally works with the guild you know I, I definitely feel spoiled a lot of the time with you know some of the luxuries that independent film that makers get like we get to have lights and we get to have uh craft services you know and so it's it's a lot of fun but as far as like with improv um yeah i mean i i love i love improv and i love when actors improv on set especially when you know something may not be working and we have to come up with something else and that comes from all, all sides whether it's like uh, you know, a, a technical thing or a script thing or a performance thing. It's like, you know, we're all kind of on our, not on our toes, but we all like are ready for adjustments and for, you know, just making sure we all just want to make sure the project is as good as can be. So there's something that we know that we can improve or maybe once in a while you have like that kind of magical moment where like someone just, an actor just says something on set. You're like, oh wait, yeah, we, we got to do that or at least get one more take of, of the way you just said it. Because um, once again, it just creates options and, you know, sometimes you can get a more organic uh, reaction from somebody and sometimes you can get a way uh, over-the-top reaction from a human who would never say something like that in real life, but we find it funny, so we'll, we'll put it in. Uh, but no, I haven't really worked with a lot of... Imp- I haven't worked with the level that I've worked with the Guild as far as, like, you know, um, Sandeep... Felicia and Jeff Lewis, they all, they all do improv together. So like, they're always kind of, you know, ready to go. And they always, always try to add a little something. And and a lot of times it works and it makes it into the show. So, um, I'm really thankful for that. And then here's, uh, my classic question I ask everyone, are you a burger and fries kind of guy or a grilled chicken with mango salsa and asparagus spears kind of guy? I, I love both. I don't, I'm sure that's not the answer you want. Um, I like to say the burger and fries is more my, my, sp- let's spoil myself. It's Friday night, and and the and the other one is more of like a, that was a good meal. I, I don't, I'm not learning anything from this answer, uh, but yeah, I, I like both. I'm I, I will eat pretty much anything, um, but I do enjoy both of these items that you have mentioned. So thanks, Tiffany, and. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, so this is another uh, segment, episode, I don't know. I don't number these. That's Kenny's job. So thanks, Kenny. Um, and thanks, everyone, for the questions. I'll, I'll have some more for you uh, soon. And enjoy uh, the rest of the podcast. Thanks. Tis time to hear what the listeners have to say. Here's listener feedback on Nights of the Guild. All right, it's time for listener feedback. Oh, boy. Yay. We got stuff to read. We do. First up, we have an audio comment. Uh, he actually called our the Google voicemail? voicemail. Yeah. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad we, more people are using it. Yeah, it is nice to have. His name's Lucas, so why don't we take a listen to that? Hi, Kenny. Hi, Jenny. This is Lu- <laughs> My name is Lucas Montana, and I've been a long-time listener of the show. Uh, one call say, you know, you're doing a fantastic job. Love the show. You know, I love the interaction between you two. And uh, since I'm here, I was wondering to know if you guys have any information about the guild possibly showing up on Blu-ray. All right, thanks. Bye. Thanks, Lucas, for the voicemail. We always appreciate those, and you can call our voicemail anytime and leave a message. Day or night. Day or night, yes. <laughs> um, and we're so glad you enjoy our show. 
we uh, we try hard, and most people like it. I don't so. try hard. I'm just naturally this awesome. No. <laughs> it's true. Ah! It is true. And about your Blu-ray question, I know they've talked about it, but yeah. I know it's very expensive to make Blu-rays. Right. And even though seasons two, three, and four all have been shot in HD, yeah. I at this moment I don't think they have any Blu-ray plans. I I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say 100. percent I don't even know if season one can be upgraded season, to Blu-ray. Yeah, I don't know if. It, yeah. Because it wasn't shot in it wasn't in HD, shot in no. HD, was it? No, no, I didn't think so. No, none of the extras either. Yeah, that's until true. season four. Right. So, I know they've talked about that. It is a very expensive process, and we're still, a, even though we're big, we're still a small company. They're doing it themselves, and so right, right. right now we're focusing on the DVDs. Maybe in the future there'll be some really cool Blu-ray box set of. I, I was at when I was at Felicia's the other day. I noticed that Doctor Horrible has a Blu-ray yes. now. Yep. I was like, what? Doctor awesome. Horrible came out. In Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. there, uh, get the Doctor Horrible <laughs> Blu-ray to tide you over. Yes. To see Felicia in full Blu-ray glory, and then we'll hopefully we'll, <laughs> hopefully have, we'll have up, updates later. Yes. All right. Uh, here's a longer one. <laughs> oh, there's a longer one in there. Oh boy. From Frodo. Oh boy. I, love the name I can't Frodo. wait. <laughs> Dear Kenny and Jenny, I just stumbled upon your podcast, decided to give it a try. I like Vork, so chose episode 11, part 1, to hear his interview. I enjoyed your banner. It is fun and entertaining to listen to you both. I was disappointed, though, in that the phone interview with Vork was not audible to me. I assumed that if you were not going to broadcast Vork's voice, you would at least relay his responses to your questions, but this did not happen. When you asked him for a single world to describe his castmates, I just knew that you would let your audience know what he said. How hard it would, be, would it be to repeat a single word to your listeners? But again, I was left wondering. I may try another podcast or two due to my interest in the guild and the chemistry you both share, which is very good. I may not be the first to offer constructive criticism on the Vork interview. It may be that you have posted Vork's responses somewhere on your site. Either way, good luck to you both. Sincerely, Mirth. Yes, I have no idea... I listened to the podcast. It sounds perfectly fine. We've never got a complaint about that interview. So I don't know. Because it was a phone interview. No, it was a Skype thing. It was Well, no. It was yeah, yeah. Just, it was, it was Skype. over Skype. But remember, we recorded it live on Ustream uh-huh. with no conversation from Vork. Right. So he, you're saying maybe, uh, maybe, they maybe listened Mert to that. watched the... Yeah. Listen to that. Listen to the... Ustream. Ustream as opposed to going to, to the, the podcast. To the podcast. Because Which I'm not sure... Because we do post yeah. the lo- the live tapings when we tape from the studio. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, no, you can't hear the audio in But those. it's cut in in post. It's cut in in post. And we... Re- yeah, so I don't know... I don't know. I've, I've investigated. I already... I listened to it. It sounded uh-huh. good to me. I had no issue. So I'm not sure what the issue was, but... Hopefully he'll continue to listen, or yeah. they'll, they'll continue to listen. And, and, yeah, uh, let me and I'm sorry that they had audio problems on yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it does happen, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, next up we have one from Max Smith. I love the Guild web series. I've followed it a lot and have not been keeping up with the podcast, which I'm disappointed about, but it's all right. And then there's a big smiley face. Keep up the great work. Greetings, Knights of the Guild. I'm a huge fan of the Guild, and I'm an active listener to your podcast. Web shows are one of my favorite things to surf through. I'm just 16 years old, but avid with filmmaking courses, and I've been creating a series called Forums. I am a co-writer along with a few others and have been designing the production and directing things. Right now, we are just finishing pre-production, about a four-month process, and we are about to begin production. Our cast is made up of local actors and actresses and crew, the PA, DP, grips, etc. They're all film, television, and tech students at local colleges and the high school I attend. 
If you are looking around for some fan interviews, I would love to talk about my love for the Guild and perhaps talk about web shows and projects made by teen filmmakers and all that jazz. Cheers, Matt Konzizoka. <laughs> wow, there's a Z's and D's in there. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yay. Thanks, Max. And I'll definitely be checking out. So I've been in talk, contact with him. Cool. So we'll be, Yay, we'll that be would interviewing be great. him. I would love to talk to him about web his, series his that web teens series. do. Yeah. That's great. Really cool. All right. We're here's over here one. being top secret. Top secret. Top <laughs> secret. secret. That's right. Top secret location. <laughs> to whom it may concern, probably Kenny. Uh, I have season three of The Guild in my Netflix queue. I just noticed that it was available to stream instantly. However, I was hoping to watch the DVD mainly for extra features. The Netflix information page doesn't specify, so I am assuming it is only one disc, and I am wondering if the features are on the second disc that is only available through purchase as an instant streaming video is just the episodes all rolled into one. If you can let me know, I'd appreciate it. Dustin. And that is true. The extras are only available on the DVDs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Netflix the, stuff is just the episodes. The yeah, those are just episodes. Yeah. If you want any of the extras, you do have to purchase the DVDs. Whoa. That's how they make their money. Because <laughs> the web series is free. You can just go to YouTube and yeah, watch absolutely. it for free. So it, as an incentive to buy, to buy the DVD with the episodes... That's why they... You get all this fun you extra get all the, stuff. The hours and hours of extra DVD extras. So, yes, you need to purchase the DVDs if you want to see the extras. And they're well worth it, believe me. Totally I shot most worth of them. <laughs> so. For that alone, <laughs> I'm buying 20 copies. <laughs> Thank you. And Kenny will sign I will them. sign them all. Whee! <laughs> Dear Kenny and Jenny, or Jenny and Kenny, of Knights of the Guild, I will keep this one short so it can be read. I have listened to Knights of the Guild Episode 17 Part 1, finally got to it kind of late. I hope Kenny enjoys his road trip. What I like most about the Guild are the people. They are all fun to watch. Tinkerbella Amy is wonderful. Listening to the interview with her, she sounds sweet and friendly. Will Knights of the Guild have a booth at Comic-Con? How could the Knights of the Guild podcast be as wonderful as it is if Jenny had to do it with someone who is not Kenny? They work so well together doing the podcast. Well, I will stop with this and wish you both the best of cookies and love. Sideways smiley face. Hope the dragons don't eat any unicorns. Your Michigan fan, Brian Highland. Thanks, Brian. Uh, I couldn't do the podcast without Kenny. <laughs> no. All right, next up we have one from Danny. Says, love the interview with Amy. We don't get enough Amy interviews and questions for her at con panels. So, this was great. Now you have to get Robin. Really? Which, you know, maybe. Happen. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe we'll get Robin. Maybe. Oh, yeah. she, she's the last one. This one's from Kelly. Donate your extra DVDs to your local library. Then lots of people can see it. Yes, this is in regard to Kevin Batchelder's little bit he did talking about giving away his your extra copies. Right. You know, to friends. Gifts. Yeah. Yes. And so now Kelly's suggesting donating him to the library. So that's great. I think that's a great that's idea. That's a great idea. So anybody can check him out. Yeah. So I think that's, that's, that's a really great idea. So take that up. Oh, we have another one from Danny. Just listen to the last two podcasts. Love the interview with Ben and Brian, and you guys keep getting funnier. Skydiving podcast, question mark, explanation. You guys need to do it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I have to say, I love the contest, but the reason I don't submit entries to most of them is because I kind of have all the prizes already. And in case I win, not that I won, 
but in case I do, I don't think it's fair. I mean, I think it's cooler to have people that don't have prizes already to enter and win it. Sideways smiley face. Anyways, long comment. Thanks for making me laugh. Can't wait for season four. And you know you can enter, Danny. We just wouldn't <laughs> count your your entry as... Uh, yeah, we'd still like read it and everything, but yes. you're ineligible. You are well only because you said so. You're well, not. Well, plus, technically, you are. You're you work for the guild because you do all the subtitling. True. So technically, she is part of the crew, and we don't let crew members. They can participate. You can totally participate. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to get poems and stuff and essays and stuff from you, but you wouldn't technically win. Guys, this one's a page and a half. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> well, she just, this person who did this just emailed me saying that she, her essay now is at like 2,200 words. Her essay? Yeah. Oh, Stuart's going to love that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, more essays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. All right, here we go. K and J, I am loving the podcast. I just recently started downloading and listening to them after starting to follow one known as Monster. Geeky fanboys. Monsieur? Monsieur? Monsieur. It's French. Yes. Unaware that Knights of the Guild existed, I kept seeing this interesting person posting KOTG on Twitter and wondered what that was. So I asked after following a link, and Kenny so graciously told me and linked me to the podcast download page. So thanks. I'm not sure what I'm going to do when I finally have to wait for new ones like everyone else does. The irresistible urge to write to you came as a result of overwhelming amounts of comments about people discovering the guild as a result of Dr. Horrible. I have to tell you, I am... Can I continue now? Yes, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) The irresistible urge to write to you came as a result of overwhelming amounts of comments about people discovering the guild as a result of Dr. Horrible. I have to tell you, I am the complete opposite. I had never heard of Dr. Horrible until around this time last year, solely as a result of my attempts at looking up clips of Felicia Day on Buffy. I discovered the wonderful creation and love it. My friends and I are actually thinking about making a parody slash slender ending version, but we are really having problems finding out information about copyright laws. I discovered the guild actually when I still played World of Warcraft. I was in Vent and one of my guildies had a link next to their name. Curiosity got the better of me, and I followed the link to a forum about the guild with embedded first episode. I watched it and couldn't stop. Felicia has mastered the cliffhanger endings. Anyway, though I watched Buffy and saw the potential Slayer's parts, I didn't realize that Codex equals Vi until reading it somewhere. I would love to do some tech work for you guys if you need anything. And really, I mean need anything. Music, voice recordings, art, say the word and I'm on it. Same goes for Felicia as well. Anything she could use for the guild or just thinks would be cool to have that is related to the guild, just say the word. It might take some time, but that is mainly due to the lovely baby to the lovely baby Alexander. If you read Sandeep's blog about the stream awards, I'm the asked to sign a baby, he mentions. <laughs> for the record, I walked up to the table and he stood up and jokingly said, pen in hand, so we're signing the baby, right? To which I answered, eh, if you really want to, he's washable. And he said... I could not in good conscience sign a baby. Then sign my season 2 DVD with, Alex, we almost signed your fontanelle. That was at Emerald City Comic Con, which sadly the lovely Felicia Day was not at due to Red. So that movie better be good, because she missed out on the cutest baby ever. I might be biased. <laughs> anyway, keep doing what you do. Tiffany, Amazon626. Yay. On Twitter, Thanks, I Tiffany. Assume, yeah? So now you know about copyright rules. Parody is parody fine. Parody is fine, right? It's absolutely fine. That's okay. fair use. All right. That's what I thought. Yes. 
long as you're not using the characters. Like, exactly. They can't use a codex. No. They can you do can do Schmodex. Yeah, you and can do something fine. close to it and be funny. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. All right, next up. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> oh, Lordy. It's a big one. Get All right. ready. <clears throat> Hello, Jenny and Kenny. Ladies first. Yeah. Sideways smiley face. My name is Frodo. Well, technically, my real name is Frank Roldoff, but both on and offline, most friends know me as Frodo, and I am a guildaholic. It all started because last weekend, I finally got a chance to catch up with two years or so worth of Will Wheaton Radio Free Burrito. In a few episodes, he mentioned his work on something called The Guild. While I had seen the show mentioned before, I never looked it up, partly because of the lack of time, partly because I am not a gamer, plus I am almost in my 40s. So I doubted it would be for me. When I had to call in sick on Tuesday, though, I just didn't feel like going through the stacks of unwatched DVDs, nor did I feel like reading. Then I remembered The Guild. I realized this was a show with short episodes, which might be perfect since I felt rather sleepy a lot. So I would not have to invest in a 30-minute TV show or a 100-plus minute movie, only to have to keep stopping it. So I went to WatchTheGuild.com and checked out Episode 1 of Season 1. Followed at once by episode 2 through 5. A bit of sleep and the rest of season 1. To cut a medium length and boring story short, I finished watching the complete first three seasons sometime on Wednesday and was once again having to think of something else to watch or listen to and then somehow I found your podcast. If I'm completely honest, I have to admit that at first I was not sure if I would be able to keep listening to the two of you, especially Jenny felt a bit loud and high-pitched at times. <laughs> uh, probably that had more to do with the headache I still had at the time, though. But pretty soon, yours, that is both of yours, enthusiasm completely won me over, and I started listening to all the episodes, including the micros and mini ones. Right now, I just started listening to episode 16, part 1, so I am nearly caught up. While I was planning to send a mail anyways, wanting to thank Felicia, Kim, Sean, and everyone else who's working on the Guild for a great web series, and the two of you for just as great podcasts, something was said at about the two-minute mark in this episode, though, that made me want to mail right now. When talking about some old, some new people, Jenny mentioned, wait, that's when we get married, followed by not me and Kenny getting married, Kenny then tells Jenny not to start that rumor, to which Jenny reacts, that would be a ridiculous rumor to start. I do remember that conversation. I do. (laughs) I have to agree with that. It would be a ridiculous rumor to start, since it's clear from all the playful bickering that you two have been married for years already. Sideways smiley face. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We should see the ring. (laughs) Seriously, though. Thanks for all you do around the guild, both the podcast and the sharing of the information on the web and Twitter, where I am known as at FrodoNL. It's F-R-O-D-O-N-L. By the way, and I'm following all the actors and other crew I can find. Cheers, Frodo, from Get Ready, Kenny. The Netherlands. The Netherlands! Netherlands! P.S. Sorry I don't have a long URL to share right now. P.P.S. Sorry, Jenny, no unicorn stories either. P.P.P.S. Guess I'd better apologize for this rather lengthy mail. Sideways smiley face. Thanks, Yay. Frodo. Thanks, Frodo. We Thanks for listening. Yes. I'll try to be less high pitched. <laughs> I'm a lady. I can't help it. She gets excited. I think you're talking about me. I get more pitchy than she does. You get pitchy? Yeah, especially when I laugh. <laughs> hey there, Ennies. 
Anies. Just listened to podcast 16 part 1 of the guild. I am sadly not the girl with the yoga chairs. I have red hair and glasses and was used as a stand-in for Clara. If I remember, I think I was wearing a purple shirt with fairies and butterflies on it. It is okay to confuse me. I am just glad it was not something bad you confused me with. (laughs) Sideways smiley face. Anyway, the podcast was awesome as usual, and it was funny to hear the cast crew talking in the background and only hearing snippets snippets of what they are saying. I heard Tink yell something to Vork in her oh-so-snotty way. (laughs) Flying unicorn hugs at Butterfly Amanda. Yay, thank you, Butterfly Amanda. So I guess it was someone else that had the you borrowed the chair from. I th- yes. Since it wasn't her. Who is this mystery is this? yoga yes. chair person? Where are you, if yoga chair? You're a chair? listener. Let us know. Yoga chair person, where are you? <laughs> All right. It says greetings. Just finished listening to episode sixteen, part two. Great job as always. I realized that I had not yet left feedback about the podcast in the iTunes store, so I did that right after the episode finished. Thanks for the reminder. Hopefully, it will be up in a few days. I posted it under the nickname Fuse Lamp. Have a great day. That's David Lamb. Fuse Lamp. Fuse Lamp. Oh, it's Fuse Lamb. Fuse Lamb. Lamb. Fuse Lamp. Not Fuse Lamp. No, I'm sorry. I saw, I'm just a little dyslexic. I saw the B as a P. <laughs> it's f- Fuse Lamp because I know it's David Lamb. Right. So, that fuse would make sense. Lamb. Fuse Lamb. But a Fuse Lamb... Lamp would also make sense because <laughs> the lamp has fuses yes. in it. Yes. <laughs> wow, I'm overanalyzing your your name you use. <laughs> but thank you, thank you for the Thanks, iTunes David. review. We, oh, we really appreciate that. Yes, they all. It, it, when you don't realize when you review it, it elevates us in uh, categories on lists there. and things. Yes. Yeah. So, so the more, more reviews we it. get, yes, the more we get people. So yes. Here's another one from Frodo. Frodo. It's not as long. From the Netherlands. <laughs> Just finished listening to episode 17, part 2, and enjoyed it as always. So now, since I watched the extras on the season 3 DVD, the behind-the-scenes section about episode 5 was extra fun. I love the guild applicant rejects. <laughs> the one issue I have is that I will now have to wait a few weeks for the next episode. Yep. We all are we all, waiting. We've waited long waiting time. Waiting and waiting. Uh, next up. Oh, this one uh, says, hey, Kenny and Brian. I really enjoyed hearing the interview with Brian on the latest Knights of the Guild podcast. I also wanted to thank you guys for the very kind words that both of you had said about me. And he has blushes. In, uh, blushes? In little, uh, what do you call those things? Greater than, less than symbols. <laughs> yes. I'm sure, they <laughs> have a, smiley I'm sure they have another name. I'm sure there is. I think you both know that if there's ever anything I can do to help the cause, in quotes, all you have to do is ask. Thanks again and take care, Kevin. Is that Kevin the Bach elder? elder? Of the, yes. The elder, the of, the elder box? of the box. Yeah, he's referring to, because in Brian's interview, mm-hmm. we got a little uh, fanboy over Kevin. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that Brian was a huge fan of Kevin yes. also. And I'm like, oh my God, me too. <laughs> so we went a little gushy on them. So so that is... That's it. That's all of them, I think. Oh, we lost it. Are yeah. we missing one? Nope. That's it. Wow. It's hard to organize our notes out here in the top secret location. <laughs> so that is it for our listener feedback. Knights of the Guild will be right back after Jenny hunts for the unicorns. We all love the Buffyverse, and it means something to each of us. It was a show about people. I identified with Xander, of course. Upside Down and Halfway to Happy Land explores the things we love best in the Buffyverse from the perspective of the everyday fan. Check out our discussions on characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, like, Selfish Willow is where when things start going wrong. 
check out Upside Down and Halfway to Happy Land. You can find Upside Down and Halfway to Happy Land on iTunes, or you can check out the website at www.upsidedownhappyland.com. Knights of the Guild is yoked with the Geeker Dome Network. Find more geeky things at geekerdome.com. In a world where we wait for a new Farscape series, one small crew sends out a beacon of hope to scapers everywhere. Hi, this is Ben Browder. Hi, I'm Claudia Black. Hi, I'm David Franklin. Hi, this is Rayleigh Hill. Hi, this is Paul Goddard. Hi, I'm Gigi Edgeley, and you're listening to Escape Cast. Hi, everyone. Attention. Last time in our hero's journey. La, la, la. Well, you are, she says, as she's knocking John out with her rifle. I'm Wendy Hembrock with the news. Yeah, baby, it's time once again. My words. L-M-N-O-P. Oh, I'm tired of these mother frelly stings on my mother frelling leviathan. Holy cannoli. Buffy the Vampire Slayer will be dead. Oh no. You can find the Skatecast at skatecast.org. Every time I think that there's more to you than a pair of pushed up loomers and a corset. If only we had some way to keep up our stamina. Naughty mist. Does mommy know your hair? Oh no, mommy doesn't. No. Here's your rematch, Crichton. What a lovely fantasy of family reconciliation. Where's your neck? Shut up. Escapecast, your guide to the wonders of Farscape. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder from The Signal, The Scapecast, and the Tuning It to Sci-Fi TV podcasts. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. And remember, while it's always okay to go AFK, it is not okay to go AFKOTG. Kenny and Jenny would like to humbly thank all of those who have shared in their gold. Your donations are greatly appreciated. All right, it's time for our donations. Yay! You guys are awesome. Especially awesome right now. <laughs> what? Nothing happens. They're extra special. They are. Awesome. No, I totally agree. So we have a few here. Let's go ahead and start with Steve Kawakami. Is that his first or second? Or That's his multiple times. There's like things here. He's no, got little don't. codes. <laughs> that's my code. I'm going to ignore the code then. I don't know what it means. No, that's multiple donations from Steve. Yes. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. And then next up we have David Cole. Thank you so much Thanks, for being David. extremely he's, generous. He's the first one. That's the first time. That's a newbie. It's a newbie. Thank you. Thank you. We have Ben Brussel. Ooh. Our buddy. Our buddy. Why are you still giving us money? Oh, yeah, that's right, because per- Kenny said to shower us with gifts. I did, No, I did not. I offered pictures, and so he wants pictures. All right. Up next, we have Elisa Jennings. Yes. This Thank is you, Elisa. Her multiple. She did multiple donations I also. see she wanted a Jeff. Yes. She wanted She's a Jeff. She's getting a Jeff because of the amount that she gave. And we have Sandeep, Jeff, and Felicia. We have very, very few of them. Yeah. And we save them for people who... Are extra awesome. Extra special, yes. So she's going to get one of the Jeff ones, yeah. And then, of course, our buddy Rick Moyer. Oh, I was oh. getting excited. I thought we were going to get gonna a play some bit. music. I was going to do some dancing. <laughs> so, yeah, so Turn thank, the light bulb. Thank you so much. Turn the much. light bulb. Turn the light bulb. <laughs> yeah, we've been seeing a lot of that today. So, thank you so much, Rick. You got, you're awesome. Both you and Amy. I actually got to visit him on my trip. I know, I'm it jealous. Was so much fun. So he, much fun. He. he sent me a message. He's like, I met Kenny and Amy. I was like, oh, I wish I was there. We could look at stars together. (laughs) So yeah, so go ahead. You guys can send in donations. We have two PayPal buttons on our blog and on our Podbean website. It makes it really easy. It's not. You it just makes go, it so easy for you to give us give money. us money. You can just go to PayPal, and it's Knights of the Guild at gmail.com is our email address that you would yeah. email. And again, all donations from now to 
Our yes. next podcast yes. on the 15th yep. are going to be going to Jim Kwan's family. Yes. So please be generous and you will get something in return because, like I said, we have uh, cast autographed photos. And photos of us if you and want photo, Those are free. You don't even you have as many of those send, as you want. Send us a request. We'll send those out. We'll send those out like crazy. <laughs> Where can you find Knights of the Guild on the World Wide Web? Let's find out. It's business time. And now it's time for business time. Business time. And we're still playing the fan ones because they are awesome. They are awesome so. We'll keep playing them until you're sick of them. <laughs> or you just keep sending us, Send more, us more. And then we'll play them till infinity. If you guys want to do any of our business time, we're always more than uh, happy to take them and play them. This is Knights of the Guild Business Business Time. Time Time for business. This is where you can find out all about Knights of the Guild online. Mm. The feed is at knightsoftheguild.com. Knights of the Guild daily blog can be found at knightsoftheguildpodcast.blogspot.com. Leave us comments on Podbean or reviews on iTunes. You can also email us at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. On Facebook... Then be sure to join the Knights of the Guild podcast fan page, where you can connect with other fans like yourself. And don't forget, Knights of the Guild is on Twitter as at Knights of Guild, and so are its hosts, Kenny at Geeky Fanboy and Jenny at Jenny Powell. There are also several websites where you can purchase all types of Knights of the Guild merchandise. You can visit our Cafe Press store at www.cafepress.com slash K-O-T-G, or the Zazzle store at www.zazzle.com slash Knights of the Guild. If you happen to miss our four-hour anniversary podcast featuring certain cast members and crew members from the Guild, don't forget to visit our Ustream channel, which is http colon slash slash www.ustream.tv slash channel slash knights hyphen of hyphen the hyphen guild. Give us a call and leave us a message on our Knights of the Guild Google Voice at 818-308-KOTG. That's 818-308-5684. It's free in the U.S., Use the Call Me buttons on our blog and Podbean websites. Send us your guildy photos so we can post them in this section on our Podbean website called Our Listeners. Send us pictures of you sporting some kind of KOTG or guild merchandise, i.e. KOTG t-shirts, thongs, guild t-shirts, cosplay, etc. Alright, so I guess that's going to do it for this show. This one went really quick. I've not, well, we haven't recorded half of it. Hey, don't say that. The future Jenny and Kenny will be recording that, the other half. All right, but before we go, always remember... Watch out for your future self. They like to murder babies. Wow. All right. <laughs> the podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. 
captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Trex in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. I'm Jen Geppinger. I'm Kevin Batchelder. And I'm Kurt Geppinger. And we are the SeekerCast, a podcast for fans of the TV series Legend of the Seeker. We are a community-based podcast that works to keep you up to date on some of the best news, forum discussions, and interviews in the Seeker fandom. We also do a recap and in-depth discussion of each episode. I thought it was very rich, the story. I, I was afraid it was going to be a little trite, but this really played out to be a very powerful episode in my mind. The whole episode did kind of stay one step ahead. I, I felt like I kept having to catch up and try and figure out what was going on, which I like that. that it's not predictable, so that, that made me very happy the way it was done. And also, you know, correcting the mistake they made on the Sisters of the Light in Season 1. <laughs> <sighs> that was the only thing in Season 1 that I cannot forget. It's okay, though, because we're staying focused on the series, right, Kurt? So tune in to The SeekerCast at theseekercast.com or subscribe through iTunes. Anyone else want to question my orders? Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works. 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.